Have you realized yet that your purpose in life is constantly evolving? The thing is, it can only evolve, grow, and expand to the extent you're willing to do the work to heal. That's why I've created a transformative half-day virtual event designed for purpose chasers who want to integrate their authentic selves in every aspect of their life. Together, we're going to co-create conversations around reflecting on current patterns, amplifying your genuine desires, prioritizing fulfillment over the facade of what you should do, and we'll talk about achieving actual tangible results. I believe our work together will have a profound impact on your life as we break you out of autopilot, scale your potential, and set you up to attract everything you say you desire. Plus, this space will be an enjoyable and supportive environment for new connections with like-hearted purpose chasers from all over the world. Together, we will laugh, dance, and maybe cry, but we'll be doing the work together. If this speaks to your soul and you want to detox and release what's no longer serving you so you can live fully in the pillars of redefining wealth, tickets are currently complimentary for this half day of coaching, training, and co-creating a new blueprint for your heart's desires directly with me. So grab your ticket today at patricewashington.com slash soul detox. That's patricewashington.com slash soul detox. What does impact really mean? You know, is it 4,000 likes on a photo or is it like one DM from someone who tells you how much your work has changed their life? You are listening to the Redefining Wealth Podcast, where we chase purpose, not money. I'm your host, Patrice Washington, and welcome back. You are in for another treat. You know that this guest, all the guests that we bring to this podcast are going to challenge you to truly redefine wealth and chase purpose on your terms. Now, if you're brand new here, you may not know what it means to redefine wealth, but you should know that this is a community that believes that wealth is so much more than just money and material possessions. We believe in the original 12th century definition of wealth, which says it's about the condition of well-being. And so our guest today is going to help you be well in one of our six pillars of wealth. If you don't know anything about that, I want you to head to patricewashington.com forward slash start here so you can do the free audio training. It's really quick, really powerful, really impactful, and it's gonna break down what the six pillars are because these are the parts of life, the parts of your life that are impacting your finances even when you're not thinking about it. Now, before I get to today's guest, let's jump in to the affirmation of the week. You know, you gotta speak positivity into your life, into your day. Yeah. You gotta affirm positivity. You gotta affirm abundance. You gotta affirm yourself to wealth. This week's affirmation is authenticity is my superpower. In order to be of service to myself, the marketplace, and the creator who carefully crafted me, I embrace my light as well as the darkest parts of me. I accept that I am not perfect and rest in knowing that what the world needs most is my obedience. With flaws and all, I am loved and I am loved. I will not try to hide, protect, or defend the parts of me that some may consider less desirable. I unapologetically commit to showing up in the good, bad, and ugly of my truth, and I'm grateful that being authentically me attracts everything that I need, want, and desire. Declare today, authenticity is my superpower. Welcome to the Redefining Wealth Podcast, Jessica. I'm so excited to be here, Patrice. I'm so honored to meet you. We have so many friends in common, so it's like meant I to be. Know. It's meant to be. I know. I kept looking at your name like, I know this name. Have we met in person? Have we been on the same stage? But we found out that we have a lot of good girlfriends in common. Yeah, um, shout out to Lori Harder, Amy Porterfield, Kathy Heller, all friends of the podcast. Um, so I know that I'm in good company. 
And I am really excited to talk to you today about what it means to be. Mm. What does it mean to just to just be? That's the title of the book, right? Yeah, it's the title of the book, Be, a no bullshit guide to increasing your self-worth and net worth by simply being yourself. And yeah, I, I mean, I actually came up with that title myself and my publisher didn't change it. And I was like, thank you, because it's <laughs> really what I wanted to talk about. You know, I think that, uh, gosh, we, we are only able to teach and talk and write books about things that we are students of ourselves, right? What we're here to learn. And I have been on a deep path of finding, especially as a female entrepreneur, you know, a powerful woman, finding my value and not what I do, but who I am. Right. So if I never made another dollar in this life, if I never posted another piece of content in this life, if I never shared another service in this life, I never launched another course in this life, who, I still have value. There's a deep sense of worthiness to who I am just simply by the fact that I was born and I breathe and I'm here like that matters. And so the word beingness is really a, in my view, an inner understanding of, of that exact notion and being at peace with yourself. Uh, when I, when I hear the word be, when I look at the word be beingness is it's a, it's an experience of peace. And so that, that at the highest level, just to start our convo is, is how I would define it. Oh, girl, so good. Do you know it took me turning 40 to become okay with just being? Like it I was it. me turning 40 and looking at my life in every piece and finally understanding, accepting, acknowledging that if I never did another thing, I am still worthy of love. I'm still yeah. worthy of compassion. I'm just, I'm just worthy without having to perform for others. Mm -hmm. Yes. First of all, I just turned 40 last summer and I feel like it's such a holy number. Girl, <laughs> we are I'm so here. here for the 40s. Yes, yes. 40s are pretty magical. It's like you give less Fs, you know who you are, you've embodied a lot of your mistakes and lessons and integrated them. And you're, you're here for you. And like, there's just something holy about that. It's kind of, it's a biblical number, like the 40 years, right. We, we pass into something deeper at that stage, at least I think for you and I yeah. relate to that. And it, you bring up the word worthiness, man. I mean, I feel like we've been conditioned by society, our parents, the media, our schooling, like that we have to achieve, we have to strive, we have to prove in order to be enough. And that sense of worthiness is, a, is like a lifelong, I think, journey, but that's like the name of the game, because if you don't feel like you are worth it, no one else is going to believe that. Mm -hmm. And I think of all of the things we do as leaders and entrepreneurs and the books we read and the things we study, it's like, it's such an inside job and it, it comes down to worthiness. And when you really embody that, man, like the game, the game changes. Yes, definitely. Yeah. It has been a game changer for me. And if yeah. you are listening and you're not watching on YouTube, I just want you to know that we both look really good to be over 40. I just yes, want we everybody. Do. <laughs> I know, girl. When you said that, I was like, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> prime, prime of our lives. Yes. Okay. So what led you down this path though, to just being, cause I'm assuming for the first 40, you know, you may have been wandering in the wilderness of just trying mm -hmm. to figure out who am I, what am I really supposed to do here? What is my purpose? You know, what's the thing that I've been called to do. So give us some backstory about how you came to be and understand beingness. Yeah. Well, I would say that it took me about 34, 35 years to figure it out. I think it was right around that inflection point. Life changed. And that's because up until that point, I was living out of an, a place of insecurity and scarcity and self-doubt, um, comparisonitis, a lot of just old stories playing out, self-limiting beliefs that I didn't really look at up until that point work on. So, you know, I, I went to school and college for theater. I was an artist actress, you know, graduated from college. I knew how to do two things really well. I often say I knew how to wait tables like a queen and be really dramatic. Like those are my two <laughs> mastery skills. I was like really good at both. And 
And that served me in a lot of ways as an entrepreneur, like being able to present and perform, but like it wasn't sustainable. And I fell into entrepreneurship around the age of 26. And I started my first business. It was an online magazine for women, super popular in Chicago. We were like the online it girl magazine for all things nightlife, fashion, food, restaurants. It was a chapter of my career that absolutely shaped me. It was seven years I ran that business. This was at the dawn of social media, 2008 to 2014. And we built this massive audience, worked with all these major brands. We were kind of like the OG fashion food blog in the Midwest. And what was really um, amazing, actually the most amazing thing about that journey was um, the personal lessons, the, the hard knocks school of, of entrepreneurship that I took, made a ton of mistakes, didn't know how to lead, didn't know how to communicate well, didn't know how to re- really crunch a PL. like ended up after seven years, totally out of alignment, sick physically and emotionally and mentally toxic relationship with my business partner. And Oh, by the way, I was broke, like bottom of the barrel broke, like had net negative money in my accounts and couldn't afford to pay my phone bill. And I was 33 at the time. And according to the whole city of Chicago was like the, the, you know, fun, socialite, successful female entrepreneur of the city. And it was talk about like inauthentic, right? Like to its core. And I had a full on nervous breakdown. Like it all caught up with me, decided after some time of hiring some help, like a coach and a therapist to, to leave the business, to like end it, to like walk away and start fresh, even though I was still kind of unwell, I knew I needed to like make it simpler so that I could really get back to the truth of who I was. Because frankly, like when I was, this is a relevant data point. I was really uncool in high school, like in middle school, I was always made fun of. I was never popular. I was bullied. And when I was like 28, 29, 30, running this like hot lifestyle magazine, getting into any club and restaurant and was in socialite magazines month to month, like in Chicago, I thought I was someone like the ego came out out of those insecurities that was really running the show. And so at that breakdown moment, I just had a lot of things to look at. And that's when I say, you know, I say it's an inside job. That's really when that real deep spiritual, personal growth journey began. And I started a a consultancy. I was like, you know, I, I, I know some things now about marketing, branding, social building community from my magazine. Why don't I like create a little consultancy business around that help other people. And this time do it in a way that was truly of service and less about me and my own ego. And that's when, I mean, it wasn't overnight, but that's when I started to really, really thrive and expand and succeed as an entrepreneur. And I really melded my expertise in this space of digital marketing with my deep passion for telling the truth. If I were just to surmise that, like to telling the truth of who you are out loud in spaces that help other people tell the truth too. Oh, and that became the foundation of Simply Be. And within you know, a few years, I scaled it to a multi-seven figure business, got a book deal. Now I have a team of 25 people. I have clients on every continent. Like it's wild. And, um, but it came down to, to like pointing at my heart, like what's in here mm-hmm. versus like being so attached to what was perceived outside of me. And so that's, that's what has led me to, here having conversations like this, because I feel so strongly about being who you really are. I love it. I love it. And I have to share that, you know, redefining wealth was born out of me wanting to just tell people what I believe is the truth about what true wealth is. It's not just money and material possessions. I was there. I built a seven figure business by 25 years old, had all the money, had the big house, had the matching Range Rovers, had the stuff, could do what could do what I wanted at that time, lost everything. And then was like, well, who are you really? And like, mm. what do you really want to do? And even the first iteration of who I was coming out of that season, there was still performance attached to it because there was shame and guilt around what I had experienced because it didn't. It didn't match, right? It's like, you're the one that made it. You were Dean's List in college. You graduated with honors. You did this, you did that. And 
why are you broke? <laughs> like, why were you the one to do all these things? And then you are chasing the power man down saying, hey, um, you have to turn the lights back on because my daughter's milk is going to spoil. I don't have, I, I've shaken out every, you know, old purse and dug through couch cushions and I, I don't have any more change, right? And so even when I started and was building the brand of America's Money Maven and that, that you know, took off after a few years and I was doing a lot of television and radio and doing all the things, there was still a box that I somehow allowed myself to get back in. Even though I felt like I was being more authentic, I got in the box because people said, well, let's talk about budgets, credit reports, you know, savings, debt elimination, the, the, the usual suspects when people talk about money. And I was like, I know that that's not the truth, the full truth, but this is what they're asking for. Yeah. So I keep getting on stage and I keep getting on camera and I keep getting on mics and having these conversations, even though I believe it's probably 20% of the equation for what's actually going to move the needle for people. Yeah. Um, so it still took me some years. It wasn't until 2016 when I was like, enough is enough. Right. Mm -hmm. For yeah. you, was it literally that simple to just shift into that consultancy and be, or even on the road to becoming <laughs> and, yeah. and being this most authentic version of yourself? Are there pit stops on the way where, you know, you have levels to the authenticity and you have to totally. just keep managing that? Yeah, that's such a good question. And, and the answer, short answer is yes. I think that it's a, it's an evolution. It's a journey. It's not like one hard turn and then you, you've integrated it. I think for me, I announced I was leaving this big, big old mag, this big magazine that I thought was everyone's favorite brand with no business strategy, no website, no product suite to launch myself. And I got clients overnight. And that was my aha moment about the power of my brand versus the company brand. And this is why I built a whole business around personal branding. But it was like testing the waters. And the more I was able and willing to share myself, the more I attracted the right client, the more I attracted the right team members, the more I attracted the right online community. And it was like, it was, it was an unconscious sort of test and learn. Like I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to be really raw today and see what comes out of that. And, oh, by the way, it's such an alignment is in who responded to this, that I started a brand new conversation with somebody that could potentially really help my business because I was willing to share. And what if I shared more? And that was just how I applied my own sort of testing and learning to my personal brand. But really related is what you were talking about when you sort of we're speaking to the 20% of what people really need to know about money and how it's such a bigger game. That's really what became my, my business in the world of personal branding. People came, people do come to us, my agency, I run a full service personal branding agency with the desires for us to help them with their website and their messaging and their logo and their Instagram channel strategy. But it's like one of my favorite phrases is like sell them what they want, but give them what they really need. Yes. And right. And what they really need is empowerment. What they really need is permission. What they really need is someone to hold a big, beautiful, sparkling mirror up to who they really are inside, like their soul, and tell them that it's okay to be that person out loud in front of other people. And that's the, that's the magic. I have a confession to make. My relationship with looking good is so complicated. I don't know if you're anything like me, but I like high quality clothes. I just don't like going shopping and I definitely don't always want to pay high quality prices, if you know what I'm saying. Plus, I don't always want to wear the same stuff over and over again. So I was super excited when I found out about the clothing rental membership armoire because they are making getting dressed stylish, but super easy. When I signed up, I took a five minute style quiz and based on my preferences, they offered suggestions that would best match my lifestyle. I'm filming in a few weeks and I literally just got the cutest blazers delivered to my door in as little as two days. And when I'm ready for new clothes, I can just swap them out for more new to me styles. So whether you're planning your outfit for a date night, packing for a conference or in need of a gown for some black tie event, you will be the best dressed person in the room and you won't have to feel bad for only wearing something once. Now, 
What I also love is that Armoire is woman-founded and woman-led. They even spotlight women-owned designers on their website. So I know I'm wearing brands that are aligned with my values. I love that I can support a business that's built by women like me. If you're ready to have your dream closet delivered to your door, you might want to try Armoire. I promise you will never be without the perfect outfit for any occasion ever again. And right now, Redefining Wealth listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash wealth. That is armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash wealth to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try armoire today. And so as, as soon as I, and it wasn't as soon, like when I started to really own that, like we're so much more than what you think we are. And we're going to, we're going to be unapologetically a little woo, a little magic, a little, you know, bring, bring that out in people, but still operate our brands and marketing strategies, like true experts in our domain, which we are, and we can be both. Mm-hmm. That's really when I, not only did my business expand, but like, I felt like I was living up yes. my purpose. Yes, you know? absolutely. You know, we have a saying here, um, at redefining wealth, that purpose evolves. And so mm-hmm. I, I share that piece because in that season, I truly felt like I was being authentic, like, sure. you know, for that season to the best of my ability and capacity, I was giving what I could give. It's not until I look back and go, yeah, no, like, you know, but I've learned to not weaponize today's wisdom against former versions of myself. <sighs> That's like, good. Yeah. That girl yes. did the best that she could with what she, what had. she had. And in yeah. that season, that was purposeful because it was preparation for the next season. Just like this season that I'm in now, I may look back and go, girl, you didn't even know. But see, we also don't always know what we're fully capable of until we give ourselves that opportunity. Like you said, I'm going to be raw today and see mm. what comes about. I'm just going to share. Yes, yes. And like you, oh, this is so good. I'm in it too right now because we're always evolving, right? Yeah. Our, that's like my favorite word in the dictionary is evolution because it's just the truth of like humanity and why we are here. And yet we forget that like we might be in a moment right now that feels really crappy, but it's, it's part of our evolution and it is serving us. Like, full stop transparency. I've been, and I, I don't even exactly know why, but I've been struggling with like some comparisonitis, right? Like I've just been watching a lot of other women in the space online. This is so not me, by the way. I'm like a true girl's girl, hardcore women for women. And, and not that I'm like trying to tear anyone else down whatsoever, but just in witnessing others, I'm feeling smaller. And I'm like, what's up with this, Jessica? And I was, I was talking to my girlfriend last week about something going on in my business. And she like, it's a client fiasco team managing 25 people, like big corporate clients, just the whole, the whole bit. And my friend is very familiar with my journey lately around comparisonitis. And what I'm really comparing myself to are women who are, who are seeming to have it easier than me, who have simpler, lighter businesses, who work less hours a week, who make more money, who've got it figured out. And I'm like here grinding, hustling, like, feeling but sorry for myself wanting to be where they are truly that's full stop honesty and my my best friend I'm telling her the story back to my my crazy work week of what was going on she looked at me and she's like Jessica you're you're in the NFL girl she's like you are taking hits you are you are really in it like you are getting hit and experiencing business at a level that a lot of these other women you compare yourself to might not know and it sucks right now, but it is going to serve the next version of you. Yeah. And I've been so focused on this version of me that I haven't been able to really connect to the purpose, right? Behind why I'm doing what I'm doing. And your quote around purpose evolves. Mm-hmm. It's like, we can get really stuck to our identities of who we are being, right? Not just what we do, but who we are being in those chapters and sort of allow ourselves to become you know, not, I don't want to say victims, but I'll speak for myself to like the pain of it. Mm-hmm. And 
not remembering like, no, this is, this is gold. What's happening to me right now. And yeah. it's going to be the next book that I write and the next program that I launch or the next place I live, the next community I speak to. So I say that to your community and to you as much as I say it to myself, because I think we, we lose sight of the power of evolution and we're yeah. always, always in it. Always in it. And I have to tell you, before you even said that, when you saw me muting and writing, um, I'm showing my little chicken scratch here, but I was naming your episode, the evolution of authenticity. And then Ooh, that's two minutes yeah. later, you're like, evolution is my favorite word in the dictionary. I, w I wrote it before you said it like, oh, this conversation is around the evolution of authenticity. We're meant to meet. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, I love it. I, I love conversations like this because I think it allows people to see, um, that there's no perfection in it. You know, like there is no such thing as perfection. Mm -hmm. We are literally just making a choice to keep showing up in spite of those, you know, seasons where there may be levels to imposter syndrome or the moments where we are in comparison. And, you know, again, like your friend said, you're kind of looking at other people. It's like, one, they may not even want to go to the NFL. They may have only wanted to play in high school. Some people only wanted to play football in college and it was good enough to be a local hometown star. They never desired to be known on a national stage and therefore they're not interested in the weight that it requires to be the person in the NFL. I, girl, amen. And it's like, there's this part of me that feels, you know, it, I watched so many women grow and like, it's, it's a, like I said, I'm here for it. I'm front row for yeah. other women's success. And when we have that locus of control, like focused outwards, we forget all of the great things that we have done, that we have accomplished. And, and like really the need to not need the, the recognition, like that's the game, right? Like you're, you're doing it every day, making an impact, no matter who sees it, yeah. like for you to feel that in your heart, you know, like that has really been a true shift in medicine for me along my whole journey. And it's really gotten me always back to like the purpose, like, and I, I am sure a lot of people listen to your show are, you know, striving entrepreneurs, like, or, you know, entrepreneurs, like wanting to make a big impact too. And just really imploring what's, what does impact really mean? You know, is it, 4,000 likes on a photo, or is it like one DM from someone who tells you how much your work has changed their life? Ooh. Like, yeah, that's what it's about. When I started podcasting, I had nothing, no fancy equipment, no cover art, no theme music. I just had this burning desire that I was supposed to use my purpose of helping people redefine wealth in the podcasting space. And so with some intentional planning, I launched what became the Redefining Wealth podcast in just three weeks. That was four years ago. And today, the Redefining Wealth podcast has over 9 million downloads. We've interviewed everyone from celebrities to entertainers to authors and thought leaders. We've been featured everywhere from Success Magazine to Cosmopolitan and even Good Morning America. Now, why do I share all that? Because I'm not special. The truth is, this started with leaning into my purpose and being willing to use my voice in a powerful way. And I bet that there's something that's calling you as well, something that you need to use your voice to amplify in the marketplace. So I wanna help you do that. If you're finally ready to use your voice and launch a podcast that aligns with your purpose, I wanna invite you to check out my intentional online training, Podcast with Purpose. You can find out more details at podcastwithpatrice.com. That's podcastwithpatrice.com. Your purpose deserves to be amplified and I wanna help you do that. One of the things that has guided me for a long time is this idea that an audience of one is still an audience. I remember when I first got started, <clears throat> I was blogging. First got started was the first thing I did when I got off the bathroom floor <laughs> and after my come to Jesus moment and you know decided to try to rebuild my life after losing everything in the recession. And I started this free blog 
And for a while, friends and family would read. They would entertain me. And after several weeks, you know, crickets, not hearing anything. There's no confirmation, no validation. And there was one week in particular where I asked my mom what she thought of my blog post that week. And she was like, oh, you know, haven't got around to. And I was like, oh, okay. And I asked my husband at the time. And he hadn't read it either. And I was like, if the two people closest to me are not interested, what am I doing? And I stopped. I stopped. And I didn't write anything for several weeks. And then out of the blue, I received an email from a gentleman who said, hey, hope you're well. You know, something along the lines of, you know, I haven't seen you post in a while, but I was enjoying your blogs. Like, I enjoy your blog. And I was like, who is this man like stranger danger i had no idea I, I was new to the online world i ran a brick and mortar business before that so i was getting used to that and yeah. i had no idea how to read the back end of the blog i knew how to go post and that was it i never paid attention to analytics and i didn't understand any of that so i started clicking around and then i went and found that people have been commenting i was supposed to approve the comments right i didn't understand that so I found that, oh, I was supposed to approve comments and I start like, you know, like seeing things and I'm like, people actually like this. And that man, to this day, I wish I could get in my old like Yahoo account so, so that I could best. find yeah. that email because he was a part of saving my destiny. Oh, because of him, I continued to blog. And that turned into me writing for other people's websites, bigger websites. And that turned into me writing for magazines. And that turned into me, you know, doing radio, which led to four years on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. And that led to my national television career. And that's led to me five books later, writing a sixth now, thousands of women served in my programs, like all of the things that man saying, hey, one person, I could cry right now. I could cry too. It's really one beautiful. person acknowledging my work. An audience of one is still an audience. And I think we get so afraid to be our authentic selves because we're thinking of millions of sets of eyeballs on us. Correct. When really, like, if one person is served, we are literally moving in the right direction. And for me, when I think about the one person, it it gives me this sense that I have nothing to hide. Lisa Nichols taught me this, nothing to hide, nothing to defend, nothing to protect, no reason to pretend. Because with one person, we can typically, if we feel safe, be more of ourselves. But when we have this idea that, oh my gosh, what are people gonna say? And we have this thought of like people whether that's dozens of people or hundreds of people, thousands, millions of people. And then we don't move forward because we don't feel safe. So now we're pretending, now we're putting on costumes and masks and performing and trying to be who we think they want us to be when that one person needs us to just be ourselves. I, I love that story. I, first of all, love Lisa Nichols too. I've met her and worked with her. I want to say, there's so much I want to say to that. I really hope that people take that in, first of all, because I work with so many folks on their brands and their the relationship they have to social media is so complex because they're so in their heads and afraid of what people are going to think of them. And it's like, the more you're true to you, it doesn't matter how many people follow you. If you're being you, mm. you will be of service. People are going to gain something. They're going to need you to show up to be who you are. And just to offer up to the, to those listening, like this man, if only he knew all the things like you have manifested, the fact that you identified he was your audience of one, but you could be someone's audience of one. You could be that man for someone else. That email, that comments, that review on, you know, that showing up and to an event asking, hey, do you have five seconds just to talk to you and tell you my experience? You can be, so to be generous mm -hmm. in reflecting, we are all so powerful. We all have such an amazing and innate ability to change lives, each and every one of us, mm -hmm. more than we even realize. And I think when we attune to that, we walk through the world 
a little bit more lit, you know, our lights a little brighter and just don't take for granted that you could, you could be wherever that man is in his life. There are probably many lives that he has touched, but who touched his life to be inspired, to be generous to someone like you and, and send an email like that. So it creates this ripple effect. I always say that we're like, all of us are pebbles Mm -hmm. that drop into a pond and we, we have this spiritual energetic ripple effect in the, in the world and we don't have to be Tony Robbins. We don't have to be Oprah Winfrey to change the world. We change the world one person at a time, mm-hmm. one audience at a time. So I just would reflect back to take your power and know that how know that it's sacred. And we all have the ability to completely transform someone's life, no matter where Absolutely. you are or how big your platform is. Absolutely. I When I tell that story, I always hope that he will find me. Like that he will reach out and be like, you know, that was me, right? I got the email, you know, <laughs> keep I, doing you, girl. Yes, and maybe he'll find I, you. I really, I really pray that one day uh, he will come across my stuff and be like, is that the same girl? I think that's the same girl. Like, what a blessing. Um, yep. You know, I serve a lot of women who want to or desire to transform people in some form or fashion niche whatever it is that they're doing and i often find that they want to hide behind a moniker Mm. um not actually own their name in the space or the truth of their story why it is they do what they do you know Mm -hmm. i teach um command the stage which is a speaker training essentially and helping people get to the the truth of why they do what they do that's typically the thing that folks don't want to say like when you talk about i'm the it girl in chicago and all these things and i'm also broke right Mm -hmm. like people don't want to share the but i was also broke story um How do you believe that prevents us from living in our purpose? Man, I mean, one of my best, my my favorite word, one of my my second favorite word next to evolution is alignment. Yeah, it's 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 actually my word of 2022. And alignment is really this place, right, where we are like minds, heart gut, like our chakras were, you know, emotionally, mentally, physically interwoven and interconnected at a soul level to who we are and what we do and why. And it's really, it, and it's, it's just an, it's an intuitive feeling. It's like, you don't have to over-engineer it. It's just like, yeah, I'm, this is an alignment. This is a full body. Yes. Or a full body. No, really using those temperature checks. And so when you get into alignment, I only, I only feel like you can get into alignment when you're willing to be really honest about yourself and raw, if you will. And when you get into alignment, you become a magnet. Like that's the thing about alignment. Like things expand, things flow, things are effortless. You manifest more when you're in alignment, but you can't get into alignment if you're playing a character. And I think that that's probably the hardest and scariest part of the the journey is really owning. In fact, my, my first chapter in my book, in the whole book, I wrote a book about how to build an authentic personal brand is called embrace your shit. That's the first chapter of my book because everyone has it, whether you're the CEO of a multimillion dollar company or you're the janitor who works in that company and sweeps the floors at night. Like we are intrinsically the same. We are intrinsically connected because we all have a human heart it doesn't matter how much money you make, how many accolades you've gotten, how many failures you've had. Like we all experience shit. We all have this experience of, of pain and heartbreak and triumph and success. And when we claim all of it and we name it as our responsibility and our experience and are willing to communicate that in a way that is of service to others, once we're really able to kind of heal through and learn the lessons that uh, just gets you in a, in a place of alignment that I think you, you can't get to unless you're willing to claim I was the it girl and the broke one at the same yes, time. Yes. You can't get there unless you're willing to, to say it out loud. And when you start to really claim it, that authenticity becomes that magnet, that alignment becomes that magnet. And so I, I got like 
a, a dose of that really early on with this business, Patrice, with Simply Be. And I was like, the, the more I share myself truthfully, the more things magnetize. Yes. And, and when they're the right things, it lights me up and fulfills me even more. Yeah. And encourages me to keep going and allows me to be my highest and best self to the people that I'm serving. Mm-hmm. So it, it really, it's like this beautiful cycle. And I don't think you can, you can succeed in alignment if you're not really truly being all of who you are. Yeah. I believe that, you know, I have the best community. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> like In my programs, we attract the most phenomenal people and they are so open and so coachable and so loving and everything that we do, you know, we end up creating these pockets, these cohorts become like sisterhoods where totally. I'm watching them stand in each other's weddings and vow renewals. I'm seeing people show up when someone has a baby. Even in the pandemic, folks were crossing state lines to go support other women, right? And so every day, every week I'm in awe, like, oh my gosh, like, oh my gosh. And then one of the coaches said to me, but that's top down, that's what you created. Like, that's who you are. That's how you show up. That's what you do for people. That's what you do for friends. That's what you do for communities. Like, they are literally like versions of you, like manifest in the earth, but you call them in right. by simply being. Correct. Yes. You, you call are what them you, in. Back what you are. Yes. Yeah. And that has been the biggest thing. I'm like, if being myself allows me to be of service and community with these amazing women, I'm going to tell it all, Jessica. Like, I'm not going to wait for things. You know, this year I went through a divorce. And in the, the midst of that, I've been sharing bits and pieces of the journey. And it was very important to me to not try to hide it and just come out with a statement once it was all final. You know, like we have decided to go our separate ways. I'm like, look, we in this, I just filed, okay? (laughs) (laughs) And as I learn lessons, y'all are gonna learn lessons. But that has been so helpful to me because it also allowed my audience to participate in in encouraging me, like not pretending to be perfect also created the space where folks could say, hey, you might want to read this book or have you listened to this podcast or, you know, and I think that when you get to a certain point, especially as being seen as someone who's a thought leader, um, it is very dangerous, I think, to lose that sense of authenticity because one, you don't allow people to support you who would be willing to support, but two, <laughs> you get trapped in your own thoughts, that own little loop of your thoughts when there are other thoughts out there that could support you, if that makes sense. But when you stand in this, you know, back in the day, I didn't know the importance of mentorship or community or coaching. I made a lot of money really young and I thought like, I'm the woman. I was never arrogant about it, but I also didn't know how to ask for help. Yeah. Um, but that whole season of my life also came with a lot of shame, guilt, hiding, even when I was doing really well. And so now to be in a place where whether I'm quote unquote, doing well or not, even when I'm not doing well, I'm well, because I'm honest, yes. right? Like I'm well, because I'm not trying to keep anything in. I'm well, because I'm open. I'm well, because I'm willing to receive feedback or support or whatever is necessary. Um, and that has been so beautiful. And it's just it's just made this this entire journey so beautiful. Like for for to be in the midst of a divorce and not, I have no shame. I have no guilt. I have no embarrassment. I have no bitterness. I have no hatred. I have no, like the things, the visceral things that you hear people talk about in the midst of divorce. And I'm not negating that some people's experiences are freaking horrific. Um, but holding the space from the beginning that I will navigate this with ease and grace and peace. Period. Hard stop. I will navigate this with ease and grace and peace. Power of intention. And then being authentic with my ex-husband yeah like being authentic with the attorney like no girl we're not doing all that that's that doesn't sound like ease grace and peace no ma'am like you know like being able to be myself and and stay rooted in this is what i want this is what i desire and announce and enforce my convictions around this has been so beautiful 
even for my child, even in the midst of, but it was all rooted in authenticity. That's why I love what you talk about. I love what you stand for. Um, I'm so grateful we got to have this conversation. And I know, um, you know, whether it's personal, your personal life or your professional life, this idea of just being, <laughs> it sounds so simple and yet it's so hard. Yeah, it's simple. It's it's simple, but not easy. Exactly. It's complex, but it's, it's simple. Still, it's still very simple, but it, it takes the, I think, willingness and courage and bravery to, to step up to that plate and truly trust yourself yeah. enough that your community, your, your the people you're here to really serve. I love what you were saying about your tribe, like how like you they are. Remember the first time I did an online community, I was like, or an online event and I saw my community live. I was like, these are, these are me. This is like, I track what I am. These are my people. And everyone else who's not going to vibe with that aren't going to show up anyway. So why don't I just be myself and attract more of more, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and that act, however, alone is, is scary, you know, but leap in the net will catch you as I often say. And you never know where it's going to take you. Look at your life. Look what you've created. Look what I've created. We didn't start out at all here, you know, and was just following that truth, that beingness, which isn't hard or it's not complex, but it's simple, but it's not, it's not, it's not effortless and easy either. You got to do the work. Yeah. You got to do the work. Um, before I let you go, I want to hear more about this authenticity tour that you've been on all summer and I believe you're continuing it on in the fall. And I know that the audience is going to want to join you. So tell us about the authenticity tour. Yes. Amazing. So we launched the authenticity tour in July of this year and it goes until the end of the year. And it's basically me and my team going on the virtual road, if you will. And each and every month we are hosting an incredible live free masterclass that takes you through the journey of how to really truly build an authentic personal brand. And everybody, whether you're an entrepreneur, a solopreneur, an employee at a company, launching a new product, we all want to succeed. And we all feel, I think at times overwhelmed in how to get there. And we believe it would be that your authenticity is your most power, powerful strategy. And so each and every month, we're really going to unpack what that means to your business in all areas of marketing yourself to achieve whatever you're, you're here to achieve. And so right now we're in the midst of the last few of the year, we are going to talk about how to pack your pipeline using your personal brand, which is all about what we've talked about today of how to really show up as yourself more and more to magnetize your people that yeah. can convert into customers, clients, community, whatnot, how to align to an ROI driving vision statement. So we all think about vision is something personal or vision statement that a company would have, but what's your vision statement as a leader and how do you use that to fuel your growth? We're going to talk about how to create content in November that really drives thought leadership, um, positions you as an expert, not just as an influencer or someone fun to follow, but someone to trust, someone to refer, someone to invest in. How do you position yourself as that person? And then we're going to end the year studying, teaching our audience how to study the competition and competition is kind of a triggering word and I, word I don't like to use because ain't no such thing as competition when you're being yourself, <laughs> but there are a lot of things we can learn from watching other people who are in our space yeah. so that we can yeah. zig when they zag with their tactics and their messaging and their choices and their product strategy, et cetera, so that we can stand out even more to our people. And we're really going to set people up for the year 23 to have that really powerful foundational strategy. So, yes. So I'm going to drop a link in the show notes so you guys can join Jessica and her team on the authenticity tour. It sounds absolutely amazing. And Jessica, I know I said that would be the last thing, but it's not. I have to ask you our rapid wisdom questions. Let's do it. I forget I to it. do this. They literally beat me up like, hello, what happened to her? question so you're going to tell us the first few the first thing that comes to mind okay all right number one how do you define success peace joy fulfillment how do you define wealth in three words or less oh gosh i want to say peace of mind oh love it 
Uh, what's one book that has redefined how you see wealth? Ooh, one book that has defined how I re re see wealth. Um, what's it called? Kate Northrup wrote an amazing book about money, love, love. Mm -hmm. What is it called? That um, was an amazing book. Money, a love language. Money, a love language. I'm, I'm pretty that's sure that's what it was. Book. And I love yep. Kate. Shout out to Kate Northrup. We will link in the show notes. And also fill in the blanks. My name is, and for me, the truth about wealth is. My name is Jessica, but you can call me Jess. And the truth about wealth is that you're only going to manifest it and create it in your life. And that comes in the version of money in your bank account, joy, a community, love, friendship, when you believe that you are worthy of it and you deserve it first. So true. Ooh, that is so true. Um, Jess, thank you for being here. I believe that this conversation was so divine. Um, oh, so good. I felt like just talking to a good girlfriend when no one was watch listening or watching or, you know, no mics were on just like mm -hmm. real, real conversation. And I hope that you guys feel the same way. Um, make sure that you reach out to Jess in social media and let her know that you found her here on the Redefining Wealth podcast. Jess, what's your Instagram handle? I'm at Jessica's Zweig, my full name, J-E-S-S-I-C-A. Z-W-E-I-G. My last name is pronounced Zweig with a sharp eye. Yeah, just my name. Jessica yes. Zweig. You can find Jessica me there. I spend Zweig. a lot of time on IG. Awesome. Uh, many in our community do as well. So find Jessica. We'll link to all her contact information. Listen, you know, I can speak wholeheartedly on this idea on the evolution of authenticity um, and believe in it so much it wasn't until 2017 when i launched redefining wealth that i truly feel like i was finally being the fullest version of myself and as i continue to grow and age and just be exposed to new people new thoughts new ideas um man and 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 i'm okay with sharing it with talking about it with saying hey i'm not perfect but i'm trying to be as obedient as i can with the gifts that have been given to me like I continue to see my life open up in beautiful and amazing ways that I couldn't have even prayed for. And it's literally just come from making a decision each day to be my authentic self. So I hope that this conversation has blessed you today. I'm so grateful for Jessica being here with us today. And until next week, you guys, I just want you to go live your life's purpose, find fulfillment and earn more without ever feeling like you have to chase money. I'll talk to you later. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.